0: Tonight, from the gimmick, about the gimmick, for the gimmick. Killer guest, killer times, making it happen, telling stories. Austin's got some stuff, but you know how that rolls. He'll explain later. (laughs) Hit it!
1: Welcome to the What's Good Tampa Show. What's Good Tampa Show? This is where we talk about all things Tampa Bay and beyond. Coming to you from The Gimmick in Ybor City. Here's your hosts, Austin
2: and Sean. All right. We're trying again. <laughs> yeah, here we <laughs> what's, go. What's good, Tampa? Welcome back to another episode, episode 13. We're very, very excited about it. We've been doing this guest thing lately, so you guys let us know what you think about that, having guests on. But it's been a lot of fun. We've met some pretty cool people Absolutely. so far, don't you think? And I'm really excited about having Greg Wolf on today. Um, we'll talk more about him as we get a little closer to that. But, um, yeah, how have you been, man? How have you been since last time I saw you? Good,
0: man. I'll tell you a short story before you get into it. So uh, this weekend, I want to keep it short. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I usually don't get sick. Okay. And, uh, you know, I guess there's some stomach bugs going around or whatever. And uh, so I go out to eat somewhere. Only thing I ate all day, I'm not going to say the restaurant, because you know me, I don't like to bury people. But <laughs> wow, it's, uh, you're not going to bring the restaurant? I went, I, I went, for, okay. I went for lunch, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I... I had a Cuban. Right. And you know, we had that question way back in the day. You like wings or Cuban? I said wings. Yeah. You thought it was all crazy. Yeah, yeah. So only thing I ate all day. About five o'clock, something feels different. Okay. I'm like, I gotta get out of here. So I get <laughs> home, go right, lay down in bed. I mean, this thing was building up. Mm. Okay. And without to get into graphic details, mm. I projectile vomited more volume and more violently than oh, I ever God. have in my life for about eight straight hours. Oh really? Food poisoning one-on-one. I've never had. It, didn't oh, know my what it was. gosh. It, something was in me. Freddy Krueger came out.
2: Wow, that bad, I, huh? It was
0: insane. And, I mean, I texted you yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, like, I remember. Like, uh, uh, I'm never going back to that place, but here's the thing. Tell me. It It's one of those deals where you don't know where you're in, but you know what's so weird about it? Tell me. I enjoyed the struggle. Really? <laughs> I, I don't know. Something never, about the grind. I've never met something anyone. Something about the grind that I liked. I knew it sucked in the moment, wow. but I knew when it was done, it was okay. like, you know what? <laughs> As a basketball player, you shoot threes and threes and threes. You shoot and shoot all day, every day. It doesn't matter except for that one or two shots that you get during the game when it counts. And all that struggle and heartache and misses leads to feeling great. And and, and I got to tell you, man, it felt like that.
2: Yeah, I don't know that I could compare shooting threes to uh, projectile vomiting. <laughs> well, and, and may- maybe you haven't it. shot.
0: Obviously, you can't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't
2: deny that either, but what? I mean, I don't know that yeah. I enjoy the struggle of getting over food poisoning. That doesn't. <laughs> uh,
0: or, but you know what's so funny about food poisoning? I was talking to my boys. Yeah. You know what's so funny about it? Definitely. When it's done, it's done.
2: Yeah, that's true. It that's came
0: true. in as fast as it left.
2: Well, as exciting as that is, I got some more exciting
0: news I mean, coming. I four pounds of volume.
2: That is wild. Oh. All right. It, it, well, yeah. that's going to make me sad. So, <laughs>
0: sorry about, about it. that. I had to tell yeah. you. Yeah.
2: Anyway, so quick like we do in the beginning of the show. The volume. Got, yeah. The volume. Both ends? Uh, Both ends. Damn, dude. Oh, we're
0: talking just wild. Uh. River runs through it. <laughs> I mean, just why uh, Anyway, continue.
2: Alright, so anyway, so this weekend, you know we like to go through a quick segment of the things going on this weekend. So one of the things this weekend is the 97X uh, Next Big Thing Festival. So that's Saturday and Sunday at the Florida State Fairgrounds. And one of my favorite bands of all time, Weezer, will be headlining. So I'm really, really excited about that. Even though I don't think I'm going, I'm still excited just that Weezer's here, because they're awesome. That, you very, like buddy, Weezer? very buddy, Holly. Yeah, yeah very much. Uh, and then also, right here in Ybor City is the Cigar Heritage Festival. That's going on Sunday, December 5th from a 11 to 5, so if you are a cigar connoisseur, Right here in the cigar capital of the world, yes. uh, you can try out some uh, cigars from all over. So that'll be really cool. That I might actually stop by. I like a nice cigar every once really? in really, yeah, every once in a while, I, I special well. occasions, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then um, last but not least, and I knew this would be up your alley, which is why I added it to the list oh, this week. Wait. Is the December vintage market. So I didn't know there was a vintage market, but apparently there is, um, and that's Friday, December third um, at four o'clock. I think it's actually from Friday through Sunday. So it's basically like all all weekend starting at three o'clock or four o'clock excuse me and then that is uh, in St. Pete actually I have the address here it's 2200 2nd uh, Avenue South in St. Petersburg and that's again kind of a vintage flea market so they'll have all different types of vintage very you cool. know materials so it's very ahead. similar you know to what you got going yeah. <laughs> on in the vintage gimmick here so it's the gimmick yeah exactly so those are a couple of the other things that are going on this weekend like I said I just kind of bring up my top three um, anything you're doing this weekend or you have any open house or anything I, I'm finishing
0: a couple tables up, yeah. um, and now I'm just having fun at the studio. Come see us. We're open Friday and Saturday, 1 to 7.
2: Friday and Saturday, two, 1. 2,
0: 1, 6th Avenue. You know where to find I, us. I
2: know where to find you, yep.
0: <laughs> so, somewhere over the rainbow, but you know what? We're actually somewhere over the tracks.
2: Yes. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, we're over the, the railroad tracks, right, be here, right behind Casa Santa Stefano. Yep. Um, so, yeah, come check out Vintage Gimmick, um, or the Gimmick, the I The Gimmick. <laughs> whatever well it's hard you put your name My in Instagram, Vintage Gimmick I you can't know. even get your own branding right yeah, they'll see it. it's vintage when they get in here they'll understand it's yeah, the yeah. real deal it is, it is the real deal so, <laughs> so um, without further ado unless you have anything you want to i good you're good I can't wait to get Greg on I've been talking to Greg I don't know Greg for a couple of years now I feel like we've been chatting back and forth um, and I've actually finally get to meet him here in person at the studio so we're excited to have him on the show talk about everything he's got going on which is a ton um, so right after this quick commercial break we'll uh, be with Greg so we'll see you in a second. What's up, guys? Welcome back. We got Greg Wolf here. He is the, the vice president of street-laced marketing and promotions. He's also the in-game host for the Tampa Bay Lightning, USF Bulls. Dude, you're all over the freaking yeah. place, dude, and it's pretty incredible. Um, first off, I got to say, Greg has a special place in my heart. Let me tell you why. I've never told you this, Greg. Okay. <laughs> I like that, a good story. Is that, you know, I'm, one of the, I'm a loyal person, I like to think, and... When I very first started my Tampa Is Life channel, I started reaching out to tons of different people to like, hey, put on our shirts and try to get our name out there. Sure. And there's a lot of people that just ignore you, didn't listen. But Greg, he was one of the first people to actually respond to me. Listen, you know, took my shirt, wore it around, tagged us, yep. dude, bones, dude. No I appreciate doubt, man. you, man. Respect. You know, so I remember that about Greg. One of the first people who supported me as Tampa's life, and that for that reason, I will always support you, Greg. You know that.
1: That's a. <laughs> I mean, that's a fact. And if there's one thing you'll learn about me, is that I respect. Uh, I respect the hustle, number one. <laughs> yeah. uh, I respect the small business owner, number two, being one myself, mm-hmm. and number three, if it has to do with the betterment of our city and try to unite people in our city that are trying to bring up our city, yeah. I'm going to support it 150%. So awesome, that's man. why, you know, I gravitate to those kind of things. And of course I will always support it.
2: I appreciate that, man. Yeah, you are, you are Mr. Tampa. I will say, <laughs> <laughs> I will say, well, cool. Well, one of the things we like to do in the beginning with new guests sure. is do a quick lightning round. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, I see so, what you did there. Yeah, yeah. And if you, uh, if you get it within, what do we say? I know I have, I just lie. And I say just say lie. It's it doesn't matter what I say. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: got. If you want to do it, it should be like 90 seconds. 90 is what seconds. He needs. Yeah. Okay.
2: All right, Fitz, set the timer. 90 seconds. All right. Because okay. you said like
0: a minute, and it's impossible. You can't even read it. In a minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. I stutter okay.
2: over my words. I. I but very to be dyslexic.
0: fair, to be yeah. fair, though. Yeah. The people that did it before yeah. they wouldn't have finished it they true. got stumped so like true, true. they weren't quick action they wouldn't have won anyway so true. i'm
1: just supposed to spitfire answers yeah, like yeah, as, it, as it comes to exactly, mind like i yes. mean the first thing that comes to mind first yeah, just, yes. okay, to got yeah right. there's no
2: right or wrong answers okay copy all right? that all right what, always got you got an
1: official timer like
2: this is legit, oh, legit. Dude, this, dude it doesn't get more legit than <laughs> this dude. all right all right uh let me just make sure i know how to work at this time because that was the problem and last you took time. that
0: off your fridge now your bread comes out hard because your bread <laughs> timer's in here now
2: what the hell this thing
0: Do you want me to do my cell phone here? Uh, Yeah, we do have technology. Do your cell phone. Yeah, Yeah, do your cell phone. (laughs) I don't know what the hell that thing is.
2: Fitz, don't ever bring that to me again, please. I can't ever work that thing. All right. right. Tell me when you're ready, dude. I'm ready. All right. Ready. Oh, wait. Hit our theme. Ah, fuck the theme music. All right. Here we go. All right. Going with it. Ready and start it. Favorite Tampa pizza spot? Uh, Eddie and Sam. Sam and Eddie's. Cuban sandwich or wings? Uh, Cuban sandwich. Go to a Lightning game or a Bucks game.
1: Lightning game.
2: Keep the Rays or kick out the Rays and bring in a basketball team. Keep the Rays. Uh, favorite brunch spot. Uh, Dats. Favorite rap artist of all time. Of all time group would be a Tribe Called Quest. <laughs> Busch Gardens or Universal. Uh, Busch Gardens. St. Pete Beach or Clearwater Beach. St. Pete Beach. Most underrated spot in Tampa. Um, hmm, that's no. uh, I guess something most <laughs> underrated spot in Tampa. Yeah. Just hanging out downtown. I okay, think our downtown's got right. good stuff. Texting or FaceTiming? Texting. Podcast or playlist? Uh, playlist. Vodka or beer? Neither. Sparkman or Armature? Sparkman. Most memorable lightning game experience? Winning to stay on the couch. There
0: we go. I get got the ring to prove it. I got the ring <laughs> to prove it. Seven seconds to spare. Oh, is that a record? That's oh, snap. That that snap. A record, well,
2: then we have a special gift for you. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah. I got a gift for that? But yeah, you yeah. got a gift for that. Pitch, do you want to grab the gift, or did you put the gift?
0: Yeah, but see, now like, I'm just going to be troopy to blowing up the spot. <laughs> yeah. And this is a gift I was going to give to Greg anyway. Now he's using it for the stupid round. Well, well <laughs> you're, <laughs> <only> a <dumb laughs> do you're a dumbass. <laughs> you're a dumbass <laughs> and gave it to him before he got
2: up. Dude, what do you mean? I can't
0: be nice. So I can only be nice on
2: camera. I guess this works well, it should, i mean we should have planned that out a little bit better but yeah. anyway we'll,
0: okay yeah
2: we'll <laughs> grab it in a minute. again we we all have good. this problem we have that <laughs> that's thing. okay guys i get it <laughs> all
0: right so so anyway so fits can you grab it to me we can greg we can just say we're uh, yeah behind, before just a minute awesome. okay sorry, sorry so we were just talking chat and he just we we're spitballing you walked in this place it's wild it's, it's like, amazing just craziness it's yes like, i love this yeah, spot. Uh, and i appreciate but so we, he was saying um about carnival idea yeah. and this thing that he's and he'll get into it i'm sure about what they were doing i'm like Got a gift for you. Yeah. And and it like hits like.
1: It was the perfect gift. So thank you. uh,
0: It's a Barnum Bailey's. Well. Where is it? It's right there on that
1: table. It's on the table. It's, it's, uh, it's an it,
0: elephant. And it says Flo- I can't it's Florida. I mean, it's
1: <laughs> like the fact that it says it's Florida, It's
0: a vintage like, uh, uh, circus sign. Yeah, yeah, Barnum and Bailey. Barnum Bailey, and it yeah. says Florida. Do
1: you watch like American Pickers oh, or like Pawn Stars? There, yeah, one yeah, of my yeah. favorite. So, it's so this sick. is uh, this is awesome. So. Uh, just to tie in here, uh, again, so you know, Street Lace, we're involved in a lot of different things. And one of the things that we're involved in is um, Zoo Tampa. Like our, our crew does all the face painting and um, caricatures and all the cool, fun, housey kind of stuff at, at Zoo Tampa. And so um, we have like a storefront at, uh, at the zoo. And so awesome. I was talking to him about... Keeping an eye out for me to find some <laughs> items that are vintage, either carnival or so circus good. or or funhouse, and sure enough, this poster and it's, it's perfect. Venice, and it's Venice, Florida. Like the, the fact that it's Florida, yeah. uh, this is perfect. So
2: awesome. uh, I truly like appreciate this gift. Yeah, no, no
0: problem, man. That looks so sick. are yeah, yeah, gonna definitely frame that. Well, you only got up. it
2: because you won the lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So there's the tie. Thank uh, you. So, so so let's get into you, Greg. So. Were you born here in Tampa? I was not. I'm I'm actually from
1: from the uh, Baltimore, Washington, D.C. area. I was born at Holy Cross Hospital, uh, which is kind of like right there in between D.C. and Baltimore. So uh, growing up, uh, you know, our allegiances, again, because I see on the wall here, (laughs) uh, you know, I was an Orioles fan growing up uh, and a Washington Redskins fan growing up and Mm -hmm. and kind of a Capitals fan more in middle school and high school. But then um, eventually moved down to Tampa uh, back in the early 90s. Um, I literally sacrificed my senior year in high school with all the kids that I grew up with my whole life um, to, so that I, my, my dad would establish in-state residency because I ended up going to USF and coming from Maryland, D.C. if we were to go to a Florida school, yeah. the tuition's like astronomical. So my dad was like, well, if you're willing to sacrifice your senior year, I'm willing to build a house and move down to Florida if that's where you know, you're gonna okay. go to school. So it saves your mom and I money. And yeah, so, yeah. long story short, that's exactly what ended up happening. So moved down here in the early 90s, but uh, not originally from here. But okay. I've lived here more, my whole life, more here than I did in Anywhere D.C. now. Then. Yeah. So awesome. So yeah. going to
0: be an NFC championship game, the football team versus the Bucs. Who are you pulling for? The Bucs. Okay. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's hard. It's hard. And, and I get this crap all the time from my friends here that are either like Cowboys fans or like what other, you know, Steelers fans. They're like, oh, you know. No. I'm like, a huge Giants I, fan. I, Right, so grow. You can't. That's the one thing I'll say about fans and and people that still have allegiances um, to their, you know, either their childhood team or the teams that they grew up with, mm-hmm. and then they stay with it no matter where they live. If we're ever going to build fan bases, and that's what we've learned, and I've learned being in the sports industry, if you're going to build fan bases, you have to build from people that live in the community. Right, mm-hmm. so. You can, when you have those situations where it's your childhood team, you know, that you have an allegiance to against your home team, (laughs) at the end of the day, your heart may be with the childhood team, but you still need to root for the home team because that's how we're going to continue to grow our fan bases. So when the skins played the bucks last year right. i was torn but i'm like it's going to be beneficial for me and our city if the bucks win yeah. so not that i did, i wouldn't have lost if the redskins won or the dc football team whatever you can't say redskins anymore uh oh, had, had right, they right. won uh, you know i would have been ex- equally as happy but i was happy that the bucks went on to 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 be legendary for our city and again the yeah. bucks winning is good for everybody for so yeah, uh, i i would say my allegiance is still that's uh, with a very the
0: good point the yeah. one other point i would make is with new york teams i mean Fan, the one I think that they can stay allegiant. I'll tell you why. When you go to a Rays game, it sells out the Yankee game.
2: Of course. Yeah. So if and you have, right you talks. need yeah,
0: those New York you, and you Boston do. fans. You do. But I agree with you. You move from Seattle. Come on, you're not right. a Mariners yeah. fan. <laughs> exactly. You're a Bucks fan. <laughs> you're you're, right. a, you, you you're have, a Rays fan. <laughs>
1: you got to support the home team. And again, yes. you can be a New York fan, and that's fine. But yeah. if you live here and the Yankees, I mean, we're obviously in the same division, so they play the Yankees a lot. But you need to still support the Rays. Don't sure. just go to the Yankee games. Right. Go to them when the Rays are playing, like you said, Seattle or, or Cleveland or whoever else. Like mm-hmm. you should still go and support the game if you love the game. If
0: you're selling hot dogs outside and you're a Giants fan playing the Bucks, you don't care. If the Bucks <laughs> win, it's better for business. Exactly. Right, sure. Exactly.
2: Sure. So going back to your earlier days and you, you mentioned going to USF. Was USF kind of your first choice in Florida on where you wanted to go? So yeah. Um my mm-hmm.
1: dad again, I didn't I didn't make the transition between middle school and high school. It was not very good for me. Okay. Like my grades were terrible, my fresh Year and yeah, I was too. I was very fortunate that I had a history teacher that just kind of got me to, to focus. Oh, um, no. You know, you always you hope that you have somebody um, that can kind of spark that that light in, inside of you and and kind of turn it on sure. and so. I had a a teacher who said you're better than this basically Mm -hmm. i know and he put me in an honors class and i'm like what are you doing he's like because i know you can do it and so i built my confidence got my grades up and my dad the the summer before my junior year of high school my dad's like hey listen he goes to build on what you've already started and getting your grades up I want you to see what's out there when it comes sure. to colleges and college life. So we're going to spend some time this summer. I want you to make a list of every college basically down the eastern seaboard that you would want to see. And growing up, again, like you've got Larry Johnson, always Grandma Monthly, <laughs> University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Like all those big schools like Miami, Florida State, again, coming from D.C., you wanted to go south, Georgia. <laughs> right. And so... I literally put together a list of like 16 schools, like literally coming down from DC all the way down North Carolina, uh, Georgia, all the way down through Florida. I visited every school in Florida. Uh, from West Florida, North Florida, UCF, Mm. USF, Florida State, Miami. My dad literally took me on a road trip for like two weeks to just go look at college campuses. And that was the biggest motivator you could ever imagine. (laughs) Like, I was super close to me wanting Mm. to go to Georgia. Um, I applied, but there was something, again, about USF. And again, this is early 90s so this is before we had football it was really just the campus it was the area tampa the Wait, bush gardens and a breweries across the street like i'm thinking like college kid stuff yeah sure. um but fell in love with usf and mm-hmm. for whatever reason that's the school that resonated with me and so that's why i said like i was fortunate that my dad's like i will uproot awesome. uh, and move to florida if if you can stay committed and keep your grades through your junior year the summer before senior year we'll pack it up wow. and that's what that's happened huge. it was huge and wow. and you know kudos to him we we ended up moving to Newport Richie in 90 92 oh, i'm sorry which yeah <laughs> 100% i'm sorry cuz newport richie is no like mm-hmm. way different than newport now but the cool thing was um there was a new development up there um called River Ridge and there was a brand new campus because it was a middle school high school combined like literally it was a massive campus, but this whole side of the campus was middle school. That whole side was high school. Never really interacted with the with the uh, the two schools, but. Yeah. Moving down here, um, since it was a new school, they did not have a senior class. And so really? they're like, yeah. we are have a new school, we have a new senior class, but we're pulling kids from Pasco. They pulled kids from Gulf High School, Ridgewoods. Uh-huh. So they, with, uh, so they made out. a senior class. So my dad's like, listen, the best situation I can provide you is you're going to a school with no senior class. You will be a part of the very first senior class. But not only that. You're not the only new kid. Nobody's going to know anybody except for the kids that went to that school. They're not going to know all the other kids. And sure enough, there was like 220 of us in our senior year, and it could not have been a a more perfect senior year. I ended up graduating with honors. Nobody. There was no clicks. That's yeah. the one thing I remember. And this is back in the days of like Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. Has
2: to make a huge there difference. Was, right? There was no clicks.
1: Like the, yeah. the height. Like we had a cool history teacher, and in the, in the beginning of the school year, he basically said, "Listen, you guys have what six months together with each other. Mm. So make the most of it. Learn your classmates because it's going to be a short ride, and you are the first to do it. And right. so the jocks hung out with the geeks. It right. was literally like <laughs> there was
0: no jocks and geeks. And there yeah, really it was. One, just, one, I mean, it was one, just
1: one, but yeah. it really was that way, and I would not have changed it for the world, and so I ended up graduating with honors and gotten to USF, and the rest is history, man. Oh, you got the football oh, yeah.
0: team, hanging out with yeah. the Austins. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saw what you did there. <laughs> anyway, God. so that's,
1: uh, that was my venture to, to, to Tampa. And yeah. foresight, to the Florida foresight though, area. Tampa,
0: because USF, let's just be honest, like, 90-what? Six, you yeah. said? You yeah. were,
1: well, 90, no, I started in 93. I ended up graduating in 98, so the first year they had but, football.
0: And then, like, look what it's become, and yeah. like, Oh, look what Florida's becoming right. now with what's going on right. in for- Tampa is I, I've said this too yeah. I lived here for eight years moved back up north yep. open businesses selling businesses moving back down sure it's a different world and we all know that but it's growing into a real city yeah oh,
1: for sure it's well, like dude. top 20 city in the, yeah. in the country and, now. and you've
0: got Tampa bay now right you're winning to i mean this i'm not saying people move here because there's titles it but lot, it, well. it, there is a buzz about the energy and there's more I go back to what he was saying i'm gonna root against tom brady if the giants are playing them every single time no matter <laughs> what and my i'm two miles from the stadium right but I, what i'm saying is there's more bandwagon people and that's not a bad yeah, term sure because that's for the city Correct. because listen yeah. you're becoming a bandwagon when you move here listen i ran from the cold i'll be the first to. i am on the sure. my, my wife and i are on the bandwagon of right. 70, 70 degree instead of 24 flurries today correct right. right. yeah, sure. so i get that and i just think tampa has not only just grown but like Think of what's come with that. It's craziness. Yeah, yeah. Now a guy that comes down to USF is like, I want to go there. There's a reason UCF and USF and the, 030- O3 is yeah. the biggest in the country. Right. I think O four O five O six US US O6, UCF, where my wife graduated from, it's the largest school in the country, more than Miami, right. more than Florida. It's yeah. unreal.
1: Right. It's, it's unreal. Both, both
0: universities. Right. And Tampa but- now just crushed it. Like, so I, I'm pumped to be in Tampa. Yeah, this is my thing. Like, I'm yeah. pumped to be in Tampa. Uh, yeah, it's a great yeah. place no, no.
2: to be. For sure. Were you at the uh, 1995 Royal Rumble in the summer? I was down? not. Oh. I, I was not there for <laughs> that. You missed a doozy. Uh, yeah, missed I, a doozy. I, I, <laughs> I was not there for that.
1: I was just kind of getting my bearings Got at that time. It.
2: Got it. So um, what about? So you went to USF because I, I just look at you as a sports guy. Obviously, sure. you, you're all about sports. Did is that what you wanted to do? Because uh, you just mentioned the USF didn't have much of a sports <laughs> no. team, you know, going yeah, on. Yeah, what did you time. go to school for originally?
1: So I went to USF again originally. Um was for television stuff was uh, I, I was a mass com graduate um, mm-hmm. they did have they had nothing in the radio industry it was really about TV and broadcast and news and mm-hmm. public relations and I, so again I wasn't quite sure I just knew that that the media field was kind of where I was heading true and uh, but I the in
0: Tampa if you're not in the bubble the love spot you're not doing anything well so <laughs> it's funny because I
1: ended up getting my start in radio mm-hmm. um, I got an internship while I was at USF for the Hooters on the radio show which oh, was in nice. Austin BL and the whole spinoff from the uh, Ron and Ron show which was huge on 95 YNF back in the day and so the Hooters girls were were kind of a spinoff then they had their own morning show and so I ended up being an intern on their morning show uh, while I was going to USF and uh, that's how I ended up getting the name Third Leg Greg uh, Mm -hmm. was some of the crazy street stunts that I was doing uh, back (laughs) in the day so Uh again I ended up in radio um, ended up being on Wild 98.7 which is now 94.1 but back when Wild first launched in 98 was on the street team worked my way up became the number one uh night show in tampa for for almost seven years from basically 99 to 2005 yeah Yeah. started street laced uh in 05 06 when i left wild uh, with my business partner Mm -hmm. um and that was like kind of like a side hustle um and got picked up by the tampa bay lightning to be a marketing coordinator for the team this was like in 06 um and so Again, not really knowing I was going into the sports world, but the guy that was the vice president for the Lightning was the guy that hired me at the radio station. So he had taken that job in 99. And so... He brought me on. Uh, I was the marketing coordinator for the Lightning, and um, the way I kind of landed into the hosting gig back then, the Lightning had two hosts. They had uh, Jenny Dean and they had this dude Todd, mm-hmm. and they would either alternate nights. Sometimes Todd, they would man, do they would do some no, just <laughs> sometimes they would do games together. And so um, on this one particular night. My office is literally right down the hall from my boss's office, and I hear the game night director uh, in my boss's office kind of freaking out a little bit, and Mm -hmm. I'm kind of hearing him like, I don't know what the hell we're going to do, and two hours before a puck drop, and I'm like, what's he talking about? And so um, on this particular game night, the guy, Todd, was out of town, Every time. Oh, for something, yep, and and <laughs> uh, <time>. Jenny
2: had
1: <laughs> Jenny had a family emergency right. and had to leave, okay. and we're two hours from puck drop, which means oh. game presentation is about to start in about sixty minutes. And there's no and host, no. and now we know. And now, being a host for fifteen years, I know the importance of a host Damn. for a game yeah. night and sponsor involvements. And so I'm hearing him freaking out, basically. Sure. So Mark, knowing my background in radio, um, seeing what I was capable of, I literally. Eavesdropped. I, I heard what was going on, knocked on the door, and I was like, Guys, listen, uh, I couldn't help but overhear what you guys are talking about. Uh-huh. Um, Mark, I'm more than capable. Oh, letting, wow. I'm, I'm here to help. Like, Dude. if you need me to host tonight, I'm here. And so he looked at the director and he's like, You don't have a choice. He's like, You need to put him in. Wow. And so I literally went in. Now, mind you, I'm so excited because, again, I'm a fan. I work for the team, but yeah, you're I'm like not the, nervous. You're pumped. No, I'm like, yeah, the, I'm the say, fans, you'd... like fan. Like wow. I get to be yeah, that guy, yeah. so wow. I took that opportunity and ran with it, and had so much fun, and it came across as such. And yeah, so sure. at the end of that night, they're like, "That was fantastic!" Like he did everything we thought and expected and then some. And so now it was like, well, good. Now we know if we ever have a back or we have have a need for a substitute, we yeah. have somebody. Wow. The very next season, the 07 season, Todd gets a, or leaves the market and she gets a job on like Bay News 9 and gets a full-time gig. Damn. And so now the role kind of opened up. Oh, and instead wow. of really having to uh, audition mm. or, or, you know, try out for it. I had done that. And so they're like, he's the guy. And I right. just kind of fell into the role. And so that was in the 07 season. Started doing the arena football games as well. Right. Um, and did that until 2009. 2009. That was wild, right? What's that? The arena
0: football was like big. Oh, for yeah. A while.
1: Huge. Like Tampa was five-time world world champs uh the Tampa Bay Storm yeah. um but the Arena Football League just continually had financial issues and sure. honestly the Storm were one of the teams that was probably keeping that league or oh, really? Orlando Predators probably were the two teams keeping that sport alive because wow. the fan base was rabid and the fact that we would have 15,000 plus per game um at amelie always you know was the the standard it's like Tampa always and it's such a I love Storm games because it's so relaxed and loose and just anything kind of goes. Yeah, and it's like, cool. it's just the it. energy Football never stopped. And it was just always something was going, I, I really do miss it. People clowned it, but I'm like, it was a novelty sport, I get it, but it was fun. And it was good family entertainment. It was inexpensive. It was
0: 15,000 or 10,000 or 8,000. love that. a ball.
1: And so I um, so was doing that. 09, um, this is before Jeffrey Vinnick bought the Lightning. Uh, we had some bad ownership mm-hmm. and they basically came in and fired everybody. Got and it. I was one of those victims now mind you i understand when you're going to do that in the corporate side with marketing and all that but why would you get rid of the host if the fans love the host and and they didn't care they were like nope he's out so I was out, and that was in the 09 season. so that, was that like,
2: heartbreaking? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because Especially you're like, when Todd was back. Yeah, <laughs> Todd. <laughs> um,
1: so it's funny you say Todd um, because Jeffrey Vinnick uh, ends up buying the team, uh, t- hires Todd Lewicki, who, uh, if you guys don't know who Todd Lewicki yeah. was, Todd Lewicki uh, ran Seattle Seahawks and the Sounders and created that entire fan base up in the Pacific Northwest, God. ended up coming here. Uh, being our uh, CEO kind of getting the the you know getting us back on the right foot that's when they hired Steve Eiserman and True. that was yeah, the yeah. complete turnaround of our organization um, but then left the lightning to go work as Roger Goodell's literally number two like wow. he was under Roger Goodell the he NFL and now has left she- that job and is now in back in Seattle uh, with the Kraken so <laughs> yep. Todd like comes in and um, Basically, says, I want to look at what the fans have been saying about this organization. Went through all the season ticket member surveys and stuff like that that they do at the end of the year. And the fans were like, Where's Wolf? Yeah. Oh, what happened wow, to Wolf? They're writing that good, shit in. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, There's no they, independent question they, on they that. Out. Literally, we like, What happened to Wolf? And so <laughs> right. I get the phone call from Bill wicket and he's like, Hey, you know, do you want to come back? At this time, I was working for iHeart huh. um, when I left. Um, The Lightning unexpectedly, I got picked up by iHeartRadio to do sports radio. Coming from radio, coming from sports marketing, sports radio, opened up here at DAE and FLA, and I was doing that 95.7 The Beat, so I was at iHeart, but I got the call. And they're like, do you want to come back? I was like, dude, I never wanted to leave in the first place. And they knew that. But the fact that the organization looked at what the fans said and reacted to it and said, get him back. And, again, that was the 2010-11 season lockout year. Super excited (laughs) to come back. No, you're not. Lock out. <laughs> and so we sucked that year. It right. started in January. We we had an awful year. But then after that, it has been nothing but look where we're at now. And that yeah. was, again, you know, God, that's 20, that's a 10 years? That was a decade ago. So it's my 15th season wow. uh, with the Lightning. Um, started doing it for USF yep. Uh, yep. seven seasons ago. How was that fun? USF is a whole different beast, yeah. man. Yeah. Like football games at Ray J are just uh, – You know, and I was there for, again, the ups and downs of going from um, Skip Holtz to. To uh, what can I think? Willie Taggart to Charlie Strong, now to Jeff Scott. So I've been there for all the ups and downs. Sure. But when it's uh, when it was at its peak with Quentin Flowers and Marlon Mack and all that, man, that stadium was raucous. And just to be the the guy to get them fired up every game, yeah. there's nothing like it. I mean, Emily's again a whole different beast. But being in Raymond James Stadium is a different experience than being at the Yingling Center for basketball. So, um, but I absolutely again love what I do. I mean, wouldn't it, I wouldn't do it if I didn't love it. Number one, but number. 2 Going back to that first lightning game where I wasn't really being paid to do it, I was just so excited oh, to yeah. be the fan. Yeah. That's how I look at going to work every day. I'm Definitely. like, I want to be here so bad and want to to do this for not just me but everybody else. There's no. And other the fans job. know,
0: yeah. that's why they were like, "Yo, where's, where's,
2: they know where's it? It, it resonates it, yeah. with them?
1: They're like, this guy it gets happens. it, yeah. know, you know, so that's yeah, uh, you
2: that's do. Cool. I mean, I'll admit, you do an amazing job. Thank the energy you, is awesome in the arena. And, it's like this podcast.
0: Imagine if Austin was there. Like, where's
2: Austin? <laughs> 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 the energy would be. So sucked right out of the room uh, so
1: that's yeah that's kind of been my that's plight man.
2: so going back a little bit more um back to the uh, the usf days um when you started on radio uh, there yeah it wasn't for sports though, no right? it had nothing so it's to almost do with like sports. the sports like fell into your lap almost like it it, kind of, i look at you this huge sports guy but it's almost like you accidentally yeah kind of fell so into. i i
1: i did not know that that was going to be the path i thought it was going to yeah. be radio when my um contract was up at wild um I did get phone calls from across the country. Like yeah. I got flown. This was the cool part about the gig. Um, when Orlando, who's you know still there now with the Freak Show, he put um, uh, I guess a statement in some of the radio trade magazines. So when my contract was mm-hmm. up, he basically was like, "Greg was one of the most instrumental parts of the fabric of this station and its and its growth. Right. You know, any PD in the country would be crazy not to snap something along those lines." That. The very next morning, my phone was ringing from program directors across the country saying, uh, we want you to come. Wow. So you're like the
0: D1 athlete getting yes. posted. <laughs> yeah, that's a
1: very good way to put it. So and you're, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna check these yeah. campuses. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. I It was, exactly no, well I'm like, I going
1: it was like the movie Johnny Be Good. You have a Johnny Be <laughs> yeah. Good poster yeah, exactly. in here. Um, so it was like that. Literally, they're flying you uh, to their city. They're picking you up right. in the radio station's nicest vehicle. Wow. They're bringing you to the office. You're and rolling the you around the windows, knowing you ain't oh, there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll be honest with you. I was like this close to going to Minneapolis. Really yeah, I mean, bigger market was b96 it was a it was a, a legendary Sick. station up there um and it's funny because queen b who's here at, at 95 7 the beat she was there when i went up to to interview um and then it was crazy years later we were working together at the beat here in tampa yeah. um but they do. They sh- they schlepp you around. They take you out to dinner. They bring you to their hottest club. They make you feel like you know, like yeah. you said, you're the D one recruit. Yeah. They're yeah. bringing bottles, to the- <laughs> and so they're smoothing you because they're like, we want to lure this guy to come to our to our station, and mm-hmm. so. Um, Minneapolis was close man the problem was I'm like let's be real I'm coming from Tampa to one of the coldest cities in the country there's going to be moving costs there's going to be a wardrobe like I'm being dead serious I don't have the clothes to live in this market like that's what he's
0: about as thick as it gets that's what I'm saying so
1: I'm like there's going to be charges here that need to be accumulated and and accounted for and the problem was they were promising me all these gigs Sure. like oh you're going to have like seven club gigs a week I'm like guys I've done this long enough to know that that's not guaranteed (laughs) if you're going to write in my contract Greg, you're going to get a minimum of eight gigs a week, whether it's a car dealership, a beepers and phones place, like whatever it is, you're going to get a minimum of eight. They couldn't do it. I'm like, because you know why? It comes (laughs) and goes. I know. So the things I was asking for, they just couldn't come to terms and I'm like well then I guess it's not meant to be (laughs) again Uh, like
0: the UN athlete I'm making 50,000 cash and a double bag I mean it's
1: really what it was and so I got flown to New Orleans Kansas City uh, Minneapolis Orlando had called uh, you know right up the road and so I waited it out and so again still not knowing if If I was gonna stay in the radio world, I I kind of felt like I would. Mm. And then the call, you know, I was talking to Mark, who's the guy that hired me at the radio station, took the job at the Lightning. And so when he and I spoke and he's like, I have a position that I think you would be good at, um, but I have to wait, you know, the pieces of the puzzle aren't in place at this point. Um, and so that's how I ended up getting into the sports industry was because he brought me in to be his coordinator. Right. And now again. It's sports and entertainment. So being in radio, he knew both sides. He worked in radio, now he works for a sports franchise. So he felt that I was gonna be a good fit for that. Mm -hmm. And that path led me down all the different paths. So again, not really having any idea I was gonna get into radio, but that's what college is for, is discovery. And then um, having to know any idea that I was gonna go down the sports path, I didn't know that either, but Mm Being on radio, being in front of crowds, rocking clubs, that that resonates with being in front of an audience and right. being natural and knowing how to get people to react.
2: And I read in your, your biography, like you, when you were doing the street team stuff, that was really like when people started recognizing you and yeah. taking on. What is that? Like, help me understand what a street teamer does. So
1: like. with Wild, uh, when the station was created in, in 98, it was a very grassroots approach where mm-hmm. the station just played the song Wild Thing from Tone Look over and over and over <laughs> again. But people were talking. They're like, yo, yeah. you guys turn the station on. Like They keep playing Wild Thing. What's going on? <laughs> and so the launch of the station was based upon these two stoner dudes, Josh and Brian. And technically, they, were, they had um, taken their dad's boat and hijacked the radio signal. And they were broadcasting in Tampa Bay. And they literally were just like, we're just out here chilling. And that was just the gimmick. And that great. was the gimmick, right? <laughs> Love the so gimmick. <laughs> the radio station group, paint, they got a white van. Yeah. And they just spray painted. Not Free even gimmick. wrapped. It literally said wild 98.7 we don't suck and that was all it was <laughs> and, in the, and the yeah, van was nothing but wild 98 7 t-shirts and then they had a fleet of um jeep wranglers that were now wrapped up in wild 98 7 but they had these green flashing lights they were just decked out with sound systems yeah. and literally the street team's job at that point was to literally be on the streets for 12 hours a day from clearwater beach Smart. to Newport, and just give out shirts awesome. jump out in traffic Great. you know at a red light and just go to cars and give shirts post up on a corner give out shirts and literally that's all we did and so for, I mean, a promo team can do a various amount of things, but in the radio world, when this started, our job was literally to go out in the public and make noise, yeah, so yeah. to speak. And so that's what we did. And then it eventually blo- blossomed into us um, doing club nights and like where we would have our DJ there, we would be the support so that we would conduct contests, we would throw out t shirts, like we would do whatever the DJs needed. Right. At like car dealerships, we would set up the promo stuff, the tent, we oh, would do the wow. contests, we would do the giveaways. Like, they so- might
0: like you guys better than some of the fucking DJs. And it- it's funny because again, like, yo, the like DJ- that shit on. it sucks, but if you're throwing a party at the penthouse, I'll be there. And <laughs> right. So that's kind
1: of that's kind of what you said, like yeah. to be on the streets all day, the DJs are in the studio. They're yeah. not seen or visible. Right. We became more recognizable right. to fans than some of the DJs because they would see us everywhere. And sure. did you
0: appreciate that when you became bigger in radio? You're like, I don't I'm not the guy that's just sitting behind the radio waiting for my promo guys to pull people into me. You're like, yo, I did that Correct. shit. And Use that just like when you were saying it's the way you feel, like that's your mentality the whole time. Correct.
1: A hundred percent. And and knowing that you put in the work knowing that you had to set up the tent knowing you had to get dirty never asked anybody
0: something you wouldn't do yourself exactly
1: so i became indispensable at wild i learned how to board up i sat behind the djs i took notes i'm like how did why did you pop that up when he was trying to do the call i'm like i would just learn Mm -hmm. and and again i knew that at some point that's going to come in handy when somebody else couldn't show up for work i'm going to get the call because i know how to run the board and so
0: you weren't emulating anybody else people were going to emulate you and that's
1: what ended up happening and then uh when the opportunity presented Sweet. itself, I took the ball and ran with it. Wow,
2: away. man, you've had quite a journey. It's, it has. It's, it's, uh, it's <laughs> pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, mean, that's it's, awesome. It,
1: born and bred, and I look at it, even though I wasn't born here, but I feel like I've put my roots in here. Yeah,
2: man. definitely. Uh, so when you, I know you mentioned earlier, the lightning came in, and cleaned house at yep. one point, and that had to be totally hard. It was for you. devastating. How how did it feel when you got brought back, and like how did, how did the structure of the the organization change? Like was it different? One hundred percent. I yeah. mean, again, I was in it.
1: We were doing stuff again in marketing when I was with the lightning that no other teams were really doing. We were doing. Um, like viral videos before viral videos were really a thing. Cool. Um, So much so that you can look on YouTube right now. You can search... Uh, mascot terrorizes spring breakers. Okay. And it's literally a video that we went out. We need went to get out. the internet in here. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Like, so, mascot terrorizes spring breakers. We had an inflatable thunderbug costume that, you know, somebody would get in, but yeah. their head was, like, super big, and it was just a big, like, inflatable yeah. thingy. And so, we're like, we're just going to go to the beach during spring break. Run people down. And we're just, yep, we're just going to mess. We're just going to literally, hidden camera, just mess with whatever he does. Right. And so, messing with kids, kicking sand on <laughs> yeah, people. Like yeah. the whole night. So we literally just threw this video together. It's like a literally a minute long and threw it up on YouTube and like with a hidden account right. just to see what kind of, and again, it's that, it's that innuendo. It's like, it's the lightning, not really putting it out, but you're seeing Thunderbug up the lightning. Yes. So it's just kind of like, we're not trying to throw something down your throat, but it was non-traditional marketing. That's what they right. call that. So this video all of a sudden starts getting some traction. We start getting some hits It's starting to get shared around a little bit and so much so that we get a phone call from uh, e entertainment television sweet e entertainment television i'm sure as you guys know used to do those like wildest whatever oh, yeah. moments oh, yeah, and yeah. so they had a wildest spring break moments show <laughs> and so they're like are you the guys that created this video and so first of the fact that they tracked us down and figured out like who was it yes, yeah and this is kind of again 2008ish so this yeah. is like really a long time ago yeah. or, like before like Before viral was was viral. viral. (laughs) It was kind of getting to that point at that point. Like Facebook was just kind of big. Like MySpace was still ruled back then. Um, So the fact that they found us, tracked us down, um, we're like, okay, so is this for real? Like we had to tell our boss. We're like, hey, man, the the East. And he's like, what are you talking about? So he responds. He's like, dude, they literally want to use our video for their for their show. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Yeah. And he's like, they have to pay us in order to use the footage. And You're I'm like, like
0: well, do I get a raise? That's what <laughs> I said. I'm like, wait a minute, how much are they paying? And yeah. like, what yeah, do we get
1: seriously. out of that? He's like, unfortunately you would get nothing. <laughs> we're like, are you kidding me, dude? Like we're gonna be on <laughs> national TV. And so he's like, but you made the company money. So you two are going to look very good. Doesn't matter how much it is. You brought in money from a video. Like, yeah. and it was like 2,500 bucks or something like that. So sure enough, it ended up on Wildest, uh, E's Wildest Spring Break Moment. So wow. we're like, okay, now we may be onto something here. So then we started doing prank videos, Mm -hmm. um, which are also on YouTube, called You Got Pucked you got so we I literally feel
0: like i've seen that we Maybe. glued
1: a hockey puck in front of the box office at amelie uh-huh. and literally set up um hidden cameras outside on oh, the plaza to just to watch shops. people to see when they would get to the puck to try to pick it up but i mean it was like epoxyed on the ground <laughs> and so you'd get like delivery drivers with like you know dollies full of stuff and like oh and then they leave the dolly and all their boxes fall over and so we oh my God, well, I'm like this possible. is great right? <laughs> uh-huh. so we got some good traction from that so then we went and did one downtown in downtown Tampa
0: other professional sports teams doing this or is this like... This is in 08, no. I, we were
1: not aware of any other teams Sick. doing stuff like this. Speedy and problem. again, it Definitely. was subtle. Like, the one that we did in downtown, we glued a hockey puck right on Tampa and Ashley Street by Gaslight Square and it was right <laughs> when we had gotten Steve, uh, Stephen Stamkos. So, mm-hmm. we the Seen Stamkos campaign, which was also something we had done, we took this big sticker and put it on the traffic light pole so when we were shooting the hidden camera, that Seen Stamkos sticker yeah. was sitting... Yeah. It was subtleties like... Right. Right, that yeah. we again we were ahead of the time, ahead of the game at that time and mm-hmm. so this one was even funnier because it's in the heart of downtown so you get all the foot traffic you're getting the city cleaner people right. like trying to clean, clean <laughs> it up and they couldn't do it so Ugh. it's that was you got pucks 2.0 so we were like we're doing we're doing cool stuff yeah. and so the the guy that bought the team one of the owners was Oren Kules who um, was the creator of um, Two and a Half Men yeah. uh, mm-hmm. all the Saw movie franchises um, and those and, and a bunch of other things so we're like wow we're getting a Hollywood Sweet. guy
0: coming in maybe and, he can help us on our videos thank <laughs> you and we're like
1: <laughs> look at us you know doing the Scene Stamkos campaign doing these viral videos getting our, our stuff on E! Entertainment television we're like if anybody's going to value that and understand that this is the guy so right. we were excited that, that he was coming in and little did we know that he and his business partner you know didn't for whatever reasons they were not the right guys and so that all went to crap and so like you said coming back after that knowing we put so much into it thought it was going to go one way and it went completely <laughs> the opposite right. that was so disheartening um, but then to get the call to come back it was mm-hmm. like well what's the culture like now Sure. and so Vinick has done not just remarkable things for the Lightning, but what he's done for the city of Tampa, the the community heroes, the millions yeah, of dollars, definitely. the hundreds and hundreds of nonprofits that he's given fifty thousand dollars to every single game for yep. years now. But look at our look. Uh oh. Yeah. I knocked
2: <laughs> yes. you're right, you're right. to
0: knock my headphone thing out. Um, no, but here's the other thing too. He, he winning solves sense. a lot too, and it does. when you have that culture, I I believe in karma. So yeah. like, what I think is that shit happens. Yeah, you're winning because there is not. It, it is definitely tied in when the shitty ownership with a shitty team and sure. they can't win. I think yeah. there's a direct connection with that. I I mean, players p- the players care about the ownership. Oh, hundred percent. Right? I mean, they yeah. want to
1: play. I mean, when you got guys taking um, not pay cuts but redoing you know structures and sure. their, their contracts so that they can stay here. Right. That's like unheard of, Stevenson. Stamkos could have been a god in Toronto yeah. when there was a talk that oh, he right. was going, and he oh, knew yeah. I could be like the guy that walks yeah. around and I'm Michael Jordan. and I can't, I get mobbed everywhere. He didn't want that life. He's like, I want to live in Tampa where I can be low key. I can still bring right. championships, and I can create my legacy here. Yeah. So to say that about the city and the ownership, that to me spoke volumes. And now. Everybody's bought into um, that. And so, like you said, is it karma that Mr. Vinnick has changed the entire landscape of our downtown and what they've done with USF Health and insane. the partnerships and now like we're winning championships? They can't
0: do it without him and they, they can't win without that. Kind of feeding them because yeah. I, I do. Yeah. I think if it's a shit, like listen, go through the shitty cities. Yeah, I, I mean, find I out it. where where you know.
2: Yeah. right I say to everyone like, if you haven't been in downtown Tampa like in the last five years, you wouldn't recognize. No, like, you would and crazy. he's got a huge part in that, you know, a massive part yeah. in all of yeah. that. so yeah, and I, I when we were playing Seattle the other day, I saw Yanni and the whole little video they did for him, which was great, that's super. Amazing you could tribute. see him looking to cry. Man, he he did, he did not want to be there. He wanted to be staying in Tampa, <laughs> and,
1: and he might be back at some point. I mean. You look at Bogosian and yeah. Schuster and guys that left and then they're back now so yeah. I would not say with you know with any uncertainty that he'll never be back because I think at some point he might be back and yeah. hockey
0: hockey's the sport yeah. where you'll be willing like I think as they get close they're like listen man we'll,
1: we'll make a deal. Like, <laughs> we'll, a deal we'll figure it out again <laughs> yeah. you never know man and right. I think you know his heart's here Now I, I, I can't imagine what that's like Even for if him skills yeah, right.
0: she comes back people are always going to love him
2: he's yep. a fan fave I mean he yeah. was just awesome it was great to see how much everyone appreciated him and that's just, what I said I feel like
1: he knew he was you know he's circumstantial because of the expansion draft but um that had to hurt you know you just spent all that blood sweat and tears with this whole group of guys and Mm -hmm. and then you have to leave winning you know winning and now you're in seattle they're not so great but um you know that's got to be tough for yanni but he will always be a fan favorite
2: yeah definitely i think there's a lot of people out there who I mean i know there's a lot of people out there who would love to be involved in the sports industry doing similar things to like what you're doing and again you have a very unique story and path to where you got to where you want to be but like what would you tell someone else or advice maybe for someone who wants to get involved in the sports industry so
1: i've I've been asked this question before um and and i tell people you know my path is very unusual right. how I got to this point um and for whatever reason it's led me here but your path is going to be completely different um but you have to get your start somewhere right so yeah. if you want to be a host or you want to be involved in the sports industry you have to find avenues that are going to get your foot in the door and so mm. people that have asked me how do I become like the next Paul Porter to be a PA person or right. you know how do I be like a host like you is how many other Um, youth sports, youth leagues, rec leagues. There's a million avenues for sport, right? Especially when you're talking about middle schools and high schools. It's funny because I didn't even realize until years later that I actually was the uh, PA guy for my high school here in, in river ridge mm-hmm. i was this girl soccer pa and i don't, <laughs> i didn't i didn't remember yeah. doing That's that until um, at our reunion yeah. like somebody brought it up they're like you remember when you used to uh, one of the soccer girls that was on the soccer team she's like do you remember it's funny to see you went in radio and now you're the host for light and you remember you used to call our soccer games i was like oh my, oh god, my god i don't know I, I remember because the math teacher was the coach or something yeah. and like he had asked me he, he put something in class and i, I don't remember but I remember doing it, and I'm like, that's crazy to me that yeah. all those years later that I had some sort of inkling to want to do that. Got so, it. But, again, it started as my soccer girl's soccer a PA announcer in high school. Right. So that gave me some sort of experience. Um, but that's a start. You have yeah. to start somewhere. So you need to seek out those opportunities. They're not going to always present themselves to you. Yeah. There is a website that is for the sports industry called Teamworkonline.com. I think I've seen that. Okay. Teamworkonline.com yeah. is a, um, it's a job site, but it's also for internships, executive level. I mean, you name it. Mm. So if any job comes available that relates to sport, it could yeah. be box office, sales, it could be community stuff, it's on that website. Yeah. So... My suggestion would be to sign up for alerts and just sign up to be, it's free, yeah. to be on teamworkonline.com. Because if that's the industry you're interested in being a part of, that's a great resource a tip, that anybody yeah. could look at. And so, I'll
0: go a little deep life lesson here. Yeah, Instead of fun. being the next somebody, you yeah. want to be the first Greg Wolf. Here's the biggest thing. We talked about it in one of our podcasts. Just taking the leap and you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. I got to... Here's the deal. It's not chasing down. You have to make yourself in a situation. But when that situation happens, you got to be like, yeah, I'm going to go host it tonight. Right. Correct. Yeah. Because there's too many people. Agreed. They'll be like, uh, you know, is he really going to go host that thing? There's people that feel nervous and do it. And there's people that are excited and get overly done. And I believe yeah. that if you find yourself in it, submerged, right. you find a way to swim to the top. Yeah. There's too many people that just want to float with the life jacket on the top. I'd rather... <laughs> Threaten of drowning and dying right? and swim until they can't swim anymore. I don't yeah. care if there's an undertow. Right, yeah, yeah. Swim sideways That's to the beach. That's the right don't attitude. Swim That's no, that, the way I you mean, gotta do it.
1: He's right. 100% he's right. You're gonna have to create your own lane. You're gonna have to find a way it's to swim, true. as they say. Yeah, yeah. Tread water. Listen,
0: you had so the unplanned. You, you didn't have a plan. You I, had the unplanned. And as things came up, <laughs> what about a guy right now? You're 19 years old, you're in college. Instead of going, you might want to be an intern because everybody was an intern on a on a radio show. Well, radio shows don't exist anymore. Okay, so that's <laughs> right, not an right, option. Right. Here's what you do: you go to your local high school Here and you say, goes, "You folks. know what?" <laughs> I'm going to promote the I'm men's sorry, basketball dude. team for yes. free this year. There you go. And you show them mm. something that's so crazy that even if the school's not going to hire you or find a spot for you, there's a parent that owns a communication company. They'll be like, dude, do you see this guy for nothing running up and down the He's a maniac. He has a shirt off. It's crazy. And you will be noticed. But if you sit on your hands and get on Facebook or Instagram, you're never going to be seen. Have somebody taking pictures of you on Instagram and somebody say, who in the heck is that? And where can I bottle that up and buy it?
1: This guy's got a yeah. all the right ideas yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, it <laughs> <laughs> this guy needs to be consulted oh, I, I
2: now. you know how ah, so I mean, many people would not... be broken out of a job and homeless if he was a well, no. consultant <laughs> no they
0: wouldn't if you put yourself in a situation where you have to get out yeah, you don't I don't want to get into this whole don't.
2: thing again we'll get into this whole thing I don't want to go down that whole fucking thing again uh, so well, I actually would love your opinion on this because we were just talking about um, how many people want to flock to Florida sure. and we're a great champion um, city and yep. all that why do you think the XFL didn't work I just don't think that that league was run properly, and um, yeah, I mean,
1: again, it starts at the top, and Mm -hmm. so I think that there were certain things about the XFL that were interesting, and I think people liked and enjoyed, like the kickoff rules and some of the Mm -hmm. stuff that they implemented. I think people, I some of it was gimmicky, some of it made sense, and so I think that you know the NFL for a second there was kind of like, well, that's you know that's interesting, and never really did anything. However. I will say this: Now that The Rock has purchased uh, and owns that franchise, and the fact that he has now named his executive board, um, that league is not going to start in 2022. He's, I believe, if I have to guess, he's going to do it right. And I don't know what that means. I mm. don't know. Um, I don't know how successful it may or may not be. But if there's one thing we know about Dwayne the Rock Johnson, is that. Anything he touches turns to gold. So Mm -hmm. Dwayne is not going to get himself involved in something that is going to be a sham or Mm -hmm. is not going to be successful.
0: He'll do 100%. It's going to fail or succeed, but he will give it 150%.
2: Correct. And so... You must know a lot about this executive board, well, though, because I'm on LinkedIn
1: and I and again I follow the XFL and I saw literally just maybe two weeks ago that the whole um executive board was named. Uh-huh. Uh, now, not names that I'm privy to or really sure. know, but again, he's taking his time, he's putting his team in place. Yeah. How that's going to trickle down, um, that's yet to be seen. Is it ever going to be as successful as the NFL? No. Um, Will it be more successful than arena football or now that the USFL is back again Mm -hmm. with the Tampa Bay Bandits, which is interesting timing? Does Tampa have enough um, uh, wherewithal to to support three football teams? I have no idea how any of that's going to play out. Um, But can it be successful and can they sell enough tickets to fill the lower level at Raymond James Stadium? Or maybe they don't play here. Maybe they play somewhere else. I, I don't know. And you know
0: what it takes? It takes leaderships to get people pumped up to sell those tickets. Right. You're not selling those tickets to watch football. You're selling those tickets for the attitude, the ambiance, everything that goes Correct. with it. We are right. not. We can watch football on TV. We can watch high school, grade right. school. It doesn't matter. We start football at five years old here in Florida. Right. It's... I think that the XFL doesn't six and start to jump right in there and give you my two cents. No, for it. please. But I think it's because you don't just Tampa will succeed. I believe you know what? Maybe they can, maybe they can't support three. But guess what? If any city can do it, Tampa Bay sure. can do it. Here's it takes. It takes ten or fifteen cities that don't suck. And unfortunately, <laughs> I don't think there's ten or fifteen cities that have ever been backing the three or four that can make it work.
1: Right, right. That, I mean, that's a good point too. But you're right. If you give them a fun atmosphere, a game presentation that makes it fun for families. It's affordable. It's good Mm -hmm. entertainment at an affordable price. Mm Will, will parents and kids, if they go have a great time, will they come back? Yes. And so if they know the rock is involved, will they support it? Yes. So again, it's going to come down to how they're going to promote their product and what it's, you're right. We can watch football anywhere, but if it's, If it's got some stars that have relations to tampa like i i still think the quinn flowers thing ended badly for the xfl team here the vipers um and it could have been so much i mean they literally could have built that whole franchise around him and it's unfortunate that it folded but I'll be curious to see how successful it is come 2023, I think, is when it's going to start. I so. think
0: leadership. Yeah. I mean, I, I really think if you can get local players on yeah. these teams, yeah. that changes Even coaches, everything. If
1: it's yeah. like Mike Halstott's the head coach, yes. well, that's well. going to sell tickets. Yeah. You know what I mean, mean, this
0: guy was awesome in high school. What happened to him? They don't tell you about the heroin addiction, <laughs> but guess what? He's back. Right. He's exactly. cleaned right. it up. Right. It's all good. And now he's throwing <laughs> it. Right. Everyone still wants to see money.
2: Right, you're right, you're right, you're it's you're right. It's possible.
1: It's possible it could be successful. It's just that's yet to be seen.
2: Huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I see, and I always feel like, well, Vince McMahon couldn't do it, there's no way The Rock can do he's not it. The media is going to shit about fuck. McMahon. Yeah. Football. yeah, McMahon's uh,
1: more of a showman that puts on shows, and yeah, I think The Rock is going to take yeah. more of a football approach. Uh, and, yeah. yeah, he's going to have more of a, a game approach, but yeah. knowing that he has to put a quality product on the field. Yeah. yeah. But to also. Add to the entertainment value of what you get. The Rock is dog. brick
0: and mortar. Vince McMahon's off the top rope. You know that gimmick. Yeah. Come <laughs> fact. on. That's a fact.
2: Uh, well, okay. So, outside of all your in game hosting and all that stuff you got going on, so Street Laced is like your main baby, yes. right? Yep. So, tell us yep. a little bit about Street Laced. Tell so, you- Street Laced started when I left
1: Wild. Um, my business partner, Blaze, he was the market representative for. Um, I think at that time he was like six or seven of the major record labels. He okay. was Interscope, Def Jam, um, Virgin, BMG. So like he he was the guy in Tampa that when a, like a new Eminem album drops, um, his job was to make sure that the. Music stores, when we had Sam Goodies and Fyes, yeah, like I remember to those. get to get yeah <laughs> to get them the displays, to get yeah. them the posters, to yeah. get um, the DJs the records that had the vinyl, the, the the instrumental, the acapellas. Like it was his job to basically right. service the market. <clears throat> and being at the radio station, I would see him all the time in the clubs with rally towels and pimp juice from Little John. Yeah. Like he had all the cool stuff, yeah, yeah. and he would have an abundant amount of it. And so when I was actually on the air at Wild, I used to do this high school a spirit contest on my show every week called the after school ambush and so kids would call and vote during the week and whatever school ended up with the most votes we would ambush the school on friday and blow out a bunch of free swag oh wow the cool. problem was I would go to Orlando and be like yo I need to get a bunch of stuff and Orlando's like I got a box of CDs I'm like I can't show up to his high school with 2,500 kids with the Jeeps and I'm giving out a box of uh, uh, 10 CDs (laughs) so Blaze would have boxes of stuff that would literally just be like big pun album in stores now but my kids want that for their rooms So so I was like listen man what do you have to give back to your superiors? And he's like, oh, you know, I got photo recaps and, and location reports. And I'm like, okay, but we all know the consumers are the teenagers, right? right. What if What if you get me disposable cameras? Because, again, before the days of really of cell phone Get me disposable cameras, and I will get all this product. Because there's no way you're putting all this out in the clubs this week. Mm-hmm. I will get rid of all your product into the kids' hands, who are the consumers, and I will take... Cameras full of pictures of your product in the kids' hands, and then give them to you. You develop them, send it up. Instead of throwing it away six months from now. Yep. Instead of going in the in the recycle bin, I'm going to get it out. If you load me up, and he's like done, and so that's kind of how the relationship started. He was my supply guy for my my after school ambush and I started getting mixtapes and so he and I formed a really good relationship. And so when I left wild he approached me and was like listen cuz his his everyday hustle he worked for Delta in the crown room for like 15 years. So right. he's like a pension guy now. Right. right. He flies for free still to this day. <laughs> Damn. Lucky son of a bitch. Which is a benefit to the company <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Um so He uh, approached me and was like, listen, he's like, I have so much work on my plate. um, I could really use your help. You you still have the relationships with all the DJs, the club Mm -hmm. owners. They know who you are. I could use your help. And so I was like, well, wait a minute. I was like, instead of me working for you i think we should start a legitimate marketing and promotions company but i'm only going to feel like i'm doing my part if i go get five or six more record labels off the power of the majors that you have if i can go to a south beat records or a smaller uh um, a raucous records or whatever and say listen we're already out in all these avenues promoting for interscope and def jam and sony Mm -hmm. bmg we can easily tag your stuff in all of the stuff and so you're getting equally the amount of saturation as the majors and it was You're just, untied at that right. point. It was the sell for all of them. They're like, why wouldn't we do this? They're yeah. already they're already there, so why wouldn't we pay an ad? And we made the, it affordable for the smaller labels. Now
0: they do favors.
1: And now we're <laughs> getting, now we have 12 record labels. So we were street laced because we were lacing the streets with music, Sweet. all the yeah, DJs, yeah. and so that's how the company started. Again, side hustle. I get hired by the Lightning at 06, Blaze is still working for Delta, so we're just doing music label promotions. What it ended up spinning into over the years, which is now our 16th year, business wow. um, it, it has ebbed and flowed into a multitude of things but now fast forward to where we're at now we both left our corporate jobs I left iHeartRadio in 2016 as promotions director blaze <coughs> excuse me blaze left delta and we said we're going to focus on street Lace full-time why because we both work for corporate America, and we know that we're just a number to them, and we are replaceable at, at any day of the week. Big question, so,
2: here, Big w- question here, though. Yes. Were you already making some money at that point from Street Lace? Not
1: enough to exactly. support. Not enough to exactly. support the fact that Thanks. I'm. But he was making money. Though. We were making he money, making but it was money. side money. But the okay. point was. We could be making so much more money. If we if, risked it all. If we risked, <laughs> if we but, risked but, it all. And basically said we realized that we're giving up a steady paycheck. Apartment
0: versus owning a house. Different.
1: We're giving up um, 401K. We're giving up health insurance. We're giving, yeah. we're giving up everything right. to basically go do this on our own. But we Bones. know we know that if we do if we focus all the time and energy we've been putting in for these companies mm-hmm. on our own stuff mm-hmm. there's no way it's not going to f- is no way it's not going to succeed because we're not going to let it fail big question
0: yeah. yes the only reason you did that you believe in yourself
1: 100 percent. we knew you, you were
0: willing to put yourself on the line because you weren't wearing a life jacket <laughs> correct and instead of hanging out on the raft down. up there you were going to try to swim there and if you drown you drown
1: correct yeah, yeah. But i'm going to die trying dude Every he, just gets, gets, it. he gets it man and so Ooh, that was that was the, the leap yeah, we had to take and yeah. so we did it and I'll be honest with you that first six months was absolutely nerve wracking mm-hmm. it was literally a lot of meetings yeah. it was planting a lot of seeds yeah. and, and eventually it started to grow into fruition and now to the point where It was really about the music promotion, music marketing, the industry change. We got away from the music stuff. We started uh, with our DJ network, which is now 42 of Tampa's biggest and best DJs are now a part of our roster. Um, We've became basically um, talent and entertainment booking agents. We have a full entertainment variety department, everything from stilt walkers to fire breathers to aerialists to acrobatics to face fire painters, breathers. To, we have all of that um we're the official <laughs> entertainment provider for the buccaneers awesome. for the tampa bay lighting img academy the city of tampa i mean the list goes on and on uh we do social media marketing grassroots marketing so we have ebbed and flowed into wow. a whole bunch of different things but now we're a full-fledged marketing and promotions company yeah. entertainment company booking agents and it just continues to grow people coming at us left and right for work and for for uh for their needs the Florida Aquarium we're doing stuff Armature Works I mean we just did the Riverwalk lighting the tree lighting with Mayor Jane Castor uh, on Monday so uh, you know we're staying busy (laughs) and so again the difference about being your own business owner now is there is no ceiling so the fact that we started as music and record promoters to now full-fledged Promotions and marketing company with no ceiling as to what we want to add to the company or the gambit of services that we offer. That's been the best part of it. So, and
0: as a leader, every single person that gets hired today, that you ask them to do, you've done yourself. Hundred percent, and you've shown and proven the concept. So when they say, "Well, you won't do it," but yes, I have. Why do you think I'm here? And and it's leadership that builds that. Confidence in people because they know this motherfucker will still go out there and hand out. Uh, 100%. Yeah, perfect that's what example, it takes.
1: And a perfect example of that is we get grassroots. Um Campaigns all the time where people will come to us like we just got a, a home builder mm-hmm. who wants to focus a door hanger campaign in Pinellas County, uh, it, Treasure Golden. Island, Treasure Island, St Pete Beach areas, and has they have a very specific target that they're looking to hit in different neighborhoods and streets. And so, in those sort of situations, you're damn right, I'm going to get out there and pound the pavement with my team because we use an app so that all the locations and places we go, everything is accountable. But like you just said. I, I first of all want to make sure the work's getting done properly, but number two, the respect factor that these guys are out there getting paid hourly, but like he's his ass is out here pounding the pavement with us. Dude, hey. if it was
0: twelve bucks an hour forever, right. I'd never do it. But I told- if I knew there was a reason I could be, I want to follow the leader. I don't want to be the next Greg. I want to be the first Sean.
1: Right. And not only that, but they see if I see you out here pounding the pavement for, and we pay them pretty well. Like they're not getting paid twelve bucks an hour. You know what I'm saying, no, no, but I'm saying that we're paying them twenty bucks an hour Shit, to go yeah. out there and put your earbuds on and go out in a neighborhood and just get some exercise and and some fresh air you're not sitting at a cubicle Mm -hmm. you're getting paid decently but not only that you've shown us that you're going to do the grunt work so now when I have an event at 97X next big thing for Mo's and they want us to be out there for the whole weekend promoting and giving away free stuff and it's 50 bucks or I'm going to hire you to do that because you've shown and demonstrated to us that I'm willing to get out there and do the dirty work to get to those other $50 an hour gigs that
0: pain feels good when you get that thing yeah because you've
1: earned it so we have a great team now and uh, you know it just continues to be great team
2: and continue to grow. that's yeah. awesome man it's,
1: it's it's growing and growing so there yeah. is no limits at that this is point. awesome it's So, that,
2: a, yeah. how do people find you yeah. hire you streetlacecom is yeah. the
1: website again you can book us for whether you need a dj weddings we have a whole wedding division um entertainers you need bouncy houses and even during covid which was absolutely um it was detrimental to our industry still we're it has not quite recovered we were finding ways to adapt even in a covid era to where we were doing live DJ sets on docks out um, as, as people were out on their boats. That's and we would, awesome. uh, we would DJ on docks for Silver King Brewing. Um, we would do uh, drive-by birthday parties, as we all knew kids were doing, yeah, where yeah. they would literally drive by and honk horns. Well, we're like, well, why can't we have a DJ out there? Definitely. So as the moms and dads are driving by, the kid feels like I have something. So yeah. we literally had our street lace truck with a trailer on the back with a <laughs> DJ sick. rig. That's and would awesome. pull up to the kid's house. And literally the DJ would mix, you know, while the cars and kids went, you know, came by and gave. So we were finding ways to be, you know, adaptive and still find ways to make our DJs money. We were doing live streams online where people could donate. And we weren't just trying to raise money for the DJs. We were trying to raise money for the establishments and the people that work there who also got shafted from that whole situation. So... Um yeah, it's just it's and knowing uh, it's,
0: three uh, years later where it's gonna be out, yeah, people remember that shit. They yeah. do yeah. We've yep. talked about yep. it before.
1: Yeah, yeah. And we totally believe in all that. So mm-hmm. um so yeah, we're just uh, every day trying to get better.
2: Awesome. And then how do they find you
1: personally? Yeah. So again, you guys can find me on uh, on the socials at Instagram at third Leg Greg. that's three R D L G G R E G. Uh that's on Twitter, that's on Instagram. Um if you're a diehard sports fan, uh, I would love for you to follow me. Not only for that, but I do my absolute best on game days to try mm-hmm. to give people a first, uh, first view, a, a POV, yeah, like if you behind will, the behind the scenes yeah. of the stuff that I see on game days, and whether that's you know stuff with the players on the field, on the ice. Uh, you know, behind the scenes just to kind of give people some insight into Definitely. what I see every game night. Um, I try to do that on every single game night so I do that on my uh, Instagram or Twitter uh, on my feed just to again just try to give you a different perspective than just sitting in a seat and watching the game. I want people to see kind of the cool things that I get to see and do.
2: Awesome. Yeah man. Well cool man. Well we really appreciate yeah, dude, you coming appreciate on. You guys you a lot of good this stuff. place is cool.
1: <laughs> Keyboard, like, If you're into art and, and vintage stuff you need to come check out Vintage Gimmick. It's uh uh, there's a lot of cool stuff here, man. This is a really cool place. Yeah, man.
2: Thank well, you, man. again, we appreciate, appreciate it, you great. Guys, man. He's got the life, man. He's got a killer job. Your wife's a 10. Yeah, I you don't mind it. me saying Thank that. Thank you. No, every... she is a
1: dime piece. I'm definitely y- married up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and, out of my league uh, on that one.
2: Uh, well, uh, and again, I really appreciate you coming. I appreciate Thanks, you supporting Tampa's Absolutely. Life since the beginning and supporting their show here. Yeah, man. Um, and we really appreciate it. So, you guys, you guys, you can find me at Tampa Is Life or tampaislife.com. Yep.
0: 2213 E6th Avenue in the trap. We're over here in Ebor and uh, Vintage <laughs> Underscore Gimmick on Instagram, the yep. Gimmick on Facebook. Come check it out. The Put place it is cool,
2: all in. Man. <laughs> awesome, man. Thank all right, you guys. we'll see you guys next time. All Peace. Right, hit
0: it. Thanks for listening to the What's Good Tampa Show.
1: Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at What's Good Tampa
0: Show, or visit What'sGoodTampa.com to get involved with the show. See you. See you next time.